Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading the parshios of Paharim Bechu Kosai. It is Shabbos Chazak. According to the Chinuch, there are a total of 36 mitzvos between the two parshios. Parshas Bahar has seven positive mitzvos and 17 restrictions. And Parshas Bechukosai has seven positive mitzvos and five restrictions. And we finish Sefer Vayikra, Torah's Kohanim, as we are rapidly approaching the Yom Tov of Shavuos. Parshios Bahar and Bechukosai have within it the very important theme of Shemitah slash Yovel, namely the Torah, which is divine, because no government in the world could ever make the law that the Torah says, namely, work the six years and the seventh year, all the farmers have the year off. My goodness, how can the economy thrive? So, the Torah says, just in case you should ask that very question, v'chisomro, right? And you're going to ask, manochal, what are we going to eat if we're not going to plant and we're not going to harvest? So, Kodesh Baruch says, v'tzivisi esbirchasi, I will literally command my blessing and the land is going to produce. Now keep in mind, unlike all over where farmers have what is known as crop rotation, be it after every two years or after every pause that they give the land the opportunity to lie fallow, so that it shall renew itself and its nutrients. Here the Torah says, work the land straight for six years. And as a result of your complying with these laws, the sixth year, which after all, you would expect you'd get the least amount because you've been working it straight, is going to give enough which is going to provide for not only the uh, seventh, but part of the eighth as well. So six, seven, and eight are all going to come from that sixth year. And the rabbis tell us even stronger that there are two ways a a bracha can come. A bracha can come either qualitatively or quantitatively. The quantitatively means that instead of the sixth year producing the usual amount, it will produce three times as much, in which case it's going to be a blessing, but also a bit of a job for the Jewish farmer who has to build more silos in order to store the food, etc. The other way is a bracha, not in quantity, but in quality. As Rashi says, the bracha is going to come bimeyov. It's going to come within the individual. What does that mean? That usually 
a full sandwich, two halves of a sandwich, is what's necessary to satiate an individual. Here, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to give a bracha that half the sandwich is going to completely satiate the individual. Not that he's going to put up with it and okay, he'll manage. No, the answer is he's going to be completely satiated. We are dealing with clearly something which is taking place only in Eretz Yisrael because once again what's coming out of the parsha is that the land of Israel is Lamala Minateva and yes the Torah is asking us to conduct ourselves Lamala Minateva and HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the land respond in kind and in return and so, as you continue in Parshas Bahar, where the Torah tells us in chapter 25, regarding Pasuk 35, 36, and 37, if somebody becomes impoverished and he comes and he comes and asks for you for assistance, the Torah says, hold him up. And first of all, ideally try to get him a job. And if not, the answer is give him a loan and in order that he has his dignity. Now listen carefully now. When you give him a loan, the Torah says, you are not to take from him neshech v'sarbis. You're not to take a bite out of him. You're not to charge him interest. Now what's the reason for this? The Torah has the prohibition of interest in parshas, mishpatim, it has it here in Bahar. It has it a third time in Parshas Kiseitze. And Hanachri Tigos Vesochicholosigos. If you're asking why can't you take interest from another Jew, the answer is he's your brother. And just as hopefully from your biological brother, you would not take interest if he turned, came to you and asked you for a loan. So too we ought to treat each and every Jew as our brother. How Ever. In addition to that, the Kleokor gives a beautiful interpretation and explains why is it that you can't take interest from another Jew. And he says as follows, Ki ikor tam The reason for this prohibition is lefishu mesir midas habitochon mina odam. The one who engages in this practice removes from himself the midah, the characteristic of bitochon, of imuna and trust in Hashem. How so? He goes on to say that whoever is involved in business, before they approach somebody to have a business deal, I want you to purchase my product from me as opposed to somebody else. So besides straightening out my tie and making sure that I don't have bad breath when I speak to you, I look upstairs and I say, Hashem, I need this sale. I need to send my children to yeshiva. I need to pay tuition. I need to pay my rent. I need, I need, I need. So consciously or subconsciously, a person looks up and says, Hashem, I need your assistance. However, if a person lends on interest, think about it now. He's giving them a thousand dollars. He's getting back a thousand plus. And how could he sleep at nighttime? Maybe you won't pay the thousand. Forget about the thousand plus. You have his collateral. You have his gold watch, which is worth at least a thousand dollars. So you can sleep at nighttime. So what are you saying in essence? Hashem, take the day off. I don't need you. 
And the answer is no. The way society is, is set up, if we only take that step back and realize, we go into business as a realization to us each and every day that He, Hashem, is in control. He is the one that gives us our parnasa. And just as it's so clear to the Jewish farmer that Hashem is the one that's providing because he's not working and the land is going to produce for him, etc. So too does the uh, laws of Rebus as well remind us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one that's in charge. And the further... The Chinuch writes in Mitzvah Pei Dalid, where the first time in Mishpatim, the Mitzvah of Shemitah is recorded in the Torah. He says that the Mitzvah of Shemitah gives the individual the opportunity of developing his character that he's going to be relinquishing. He's going to realize that he can give to others, not just be a taker, but more important, to be a giver. The Torah, once again, is refining our character. It's the Torah which makes us into the very special good people that we strive to be. We find ourselves, unfortunately, towards the end of the Shiva, of the tragedy which occurred at Meron, just at the height of our Simcha, at the time of Lagba Omer. And I don't have to tell you how this is so challenging for each and every one of us, but I believe that we have to look once again into this week's Parsha. The Rambam, in the beginning of Hilchos Ta'anis, writes that Lo'alenu, when tragedies occur to the Jewish people, a person is to respond by calling out to Hashem, by doing introspection, by recognizing and realizing that this is not by chance. Avol, imlo yizaku, in chapter 1, Halacha Gimel of Hilchos Tanios, the Rambam writes, if you don't call out and you don't Davin, Eliyomru, but what do you say? Dover Zeh, Miminaga Olam, Trefzach, it happens, tragedies occur. Oyayay, if a person has that response, says the Rambam, Harezu Derech Achzorios, this is a, a, a manner and a response, nothing less of cruelty, the Goremis Lohem, and unfortunately, it causes people not to change, but to stay where they are. This is life. This is the way things happen. And it only paves the way for more tragedies. That's what we find in the second parsha that we're going to read, the Shabbos. Should you go with me, Bekeri, that it just is a mikra, it just so happens, then, then I will, Hashem says, conduct myself with you appropriately. And therefore, 
I don't claim to have any insights. However, number one, each and every one of us, it's a time of introspection. Each person has to look at himself and to bolster at such a time, Pasha's Bahar, Pasha's Bechukosai, their Emuna and their Bitachon, and Aaron, from whom we have to learn. What does the Torah tell us? That when Aaron suffered his Tzorah, Vayidom, Aaron was silent. Of course he had what to say. Of course he had what to, quote, complain from a human point of view. How could you do this to me at this special time of great simcha, etc.? And the answer is Vayidom. So too we have to learn this very important midah, this very important trait of Aaron HaKohen. And let's understand something that each and every day there's a minhag which is spread throughout the Jewish world. We recite the Shema. And what do we do? We cover our eyes when we say the Shema. Why? I'm sure there are many reasons. But one of the reasons is, my friends, because listen to the words of the Shema. The words of the Shema as understood by the Malbim, Shema Yisrael, listen carefully Israel, Hashem, which is the name of God, which is Rachmanus, the, the God of mercy, Elokeinu, which is the God of Din, right, Elokim, Din, judgment, Hashem Echad, He is one. We cover our eyes because we don't want to ever judge Hashem. We don't want to ever speak that which we should not speak. And therefore, the idea is that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu appears to Moshe at the burning bush, and Moshe says, tell me your name, and Hashem says to him, Zeshmi Le'olam. <clears throat> Zeshmi Le'olam. Olam is forever. My essence, I am here forever. But the word Olam is written in chapter 3 in Shmos by the burning bush, Choser, without above. And the Gemara in Psachim, Dafnun, Amid Aleph, teaches us, Zeshmila Elem, this is my name and I am revealed. We just don't understand. But we have to learn from, just as the the first opening medrash in Vayikra Rabbah applies to the Shovsvei Shviyas. Rabbi Yitzchak says the Pasuk in Tehillim, Kuf Gimel Pasuk 20, 103.20. Baruch Hashem Malachav, blessed Hashem, O His angels. The strong warriors who do his bidding. And who are these strong warriors which do his bidding? So Rabbi Yitzchak says it refers to Shomrei Shviyas, those farmers that have the ability to watch day in, day out for an entire year, everybody being on their property, taking their produce and not saying anything. And we have to learn this Mido as well. I quote from the Igeres Hagra, and the Igeres Hagra says that if a person wants to 
conduct himself and improve himself, what area of tshuva, what area of repentance should he try to work on? He says, and I quote, Yoser mikol hatanesim, more than all the fasts, v'sigufim, and any kind of self-denial that a person might adjust or take upon themselves, ba'olam, chol rega v'rega, Every moment, that a person literally keeps silent, keeps his mouth shut. He gains for himself that hidden light, that the angels and other people, other beings cannot, they cannot even appraise and evaluate the, the great merit thereof. Too much of Shalom bias is broken when one person responds to the other. You hear something which could be potentially flaring, which could be potentially the cause of a great argument. Be smart. Keep quiet. And I'm saying that we have to learn from this tragedy. Each and every one of us to bolster our amuna. We don't understand it. We accept it. We recognize Hashem Koma to Ovidrachmona Latav. Whatever he does is for good. If you have time, my friends, take out the Ramban in Perik Yudalid in Sefer Devarim, Posuk Aleph, fifth book, chapter 14, Posuk 1. And the Ramban writes there how to respond lo'alenu to tragedy, to recognize and realize the more than our earthly parents love us, Avinu Shabashamayim loves us even more. We have to keep quiet as Aaron did, and we have to be makabil upon ourselves that we will keep quiet at other times and prevent flaring arguments thereby being Mizaka ourselves and bringing an Eloi to their precious Nishamos. Good Shabbos and Shabbos Chazak for all of Klal Yisrael.